excuse the anxiety. Okay. Look. Uh, you got me thinking if it was really worth it. Putting in all of this effort just to end up less than perfect. But on our great defenses, something used for our protection. Or are they just another way to force out imperfections? I guess I'm just effective, pointed in the wrong direction. The library in my head is one fucked up selection. Now, children, pay attention and you'll receive attention. Cause after this, I'll ask you an array of questions. A simple poster is just another band, another campaign slogan. Making unique blander in the taste inside my mouth. Is it making it any better? Bit of sweetness of arguments and cold December weather, but any. Who, who am I, uh, who are you, and if we're on the subject matter, what the fuck you gonna do, cause when the shit hits the fan, are you going to take a stand, I prefer if you stay put, keep on holding my hand, cause I'm just a little lost, keep off topic, and if we're on the topic, then yes, I lost it, don't worry about me, I'm not sinking, it's just after every thought, you got me thinking, and I'm just a little lost, keep off topic, and if we're on the topic, hell yes, I lost it, don't worry about me, I'm not sinking. It's just after every thought you got me thinking. Yo, guys, what's going on? And welcome back to the 40 Ounce Fridays podcast. I'm your boy Hiccup, uh, Kyle Hiccup Ruiz, that is. And this is episode 36 of the podcast. So, welcome, guys. Hello. Um, thank you guys for coming through again uh, for another week. And I hope you've been enjoying a good week. And I hope you're having a good Friday going into this weekend. Um, me, I'm pretty exhausted. Long work week. Uh, been enjoying. I, I lounged around a lot yesterday, and then, you know, now I'm recording now. So doing that, hopefully I'll be refreshed so I can go back to work and do the damn thing. But anywho, anywho, I'm just gonna get right into it. Uh, this is my third time trying to start the recording because helicopters or like a plane or or planes or something. Planes. It's planes. Helicopters and planes sound distinctly different i don't know why any any anywho anywho uh a plane like two or three planes like flew by earlier so i was just like fuck i don't want that plane noise over the intro at least i know cars drive by you can hear it sometimes but planes be loud as fuck um hey guys uh so what are we talking about this week as you saw from the 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 picture for the podcast episode the little thumbnail uh i'm talking about this weird twitter account and I'm pretty sure it's a troll account slash someone who really got their feelings hurt, so now they're trolling kind of account thing. Uh, because some controversy going on with Geekdom 101. Not really controversy, but just people upset over him about something. If you don't know who Geekdom 101 is, he is a Dragon Ball Z YouTuber. Uh, he does Dragon Ball Z... Dragon Ball... More than just Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super... Some Dragon Ball Hero stuff, other little things like that. Just Dragon Ball lore, uh, fact videos, theories, other things like that. Just content like that. Dragon Ball content creator. And regardless of how you feel about Dragon Ball content creator, uh, I feel like he's done a lot of positive work for the com- Dragon Ball community as a whole. And he knows his stuff. Is he perfect? Oh no, definitely not. And we're going to talk about that too. Uh, I'm just going to try to move along into it. But before we do that, there's a few other things I want to talk about. Um, I have one thing for quick news, and that is, uh, I'm sure you have already heard by the time this comes out, but um, yes, well, you know, I have to record earlier now, so this is, I'm actually recording on Wednesday, but you guys know that already. I have to do that earlier in the week. But anywho, as you already know, 
or should know, E3 uh, has been canceled, and it's due to the uh, the 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 coronavirus uh, situation going on uh, across the world. So I guess E3 has decided, you know, that it's not gonna. They decided that E3 is not gonna happen. So you know, some people were bummed out about it. Some people were shocked. Some people were sad. Some people were angry. Um, me. I'm very indifferent about it just because I feel like it's we're getting to the point where E3 is about to just not be a thing anymore in general honestly if you really think about it like going back like a couple of years ago you know no one really cares that deeply about E3 and then last year Sony wasn't even there Nintendo hasn't even been there for a long time they've just been doing their Nintendo Directs that people fucking clowned them for when they initially said they were gonna do it But look how successful they are and now Sony has you know their state of play stuff So it looks like Microsoft and like, you know small-time developers Are like are not small-time developers Microsoft small-time developers. Yeah, but other developers in general as well Are the only people really like going but Sony is no longer going and then you know this year it got canceled so, I just don't see it holding. Like, if it has... If we have an E3 in 2021, it'll probably be the last E3 we ever have, honestly. I feel like... I feel like they'll try to do it E3 2021 just because this year it looks like it's canceled. I don't... I haven't heard anything about them moving the date till later. I could be wrong. I could just look it up and find it later to see, like, oh, they switched the dates for a later time. But, um... It doesn't look like it's happening at all in general this year. <sighs> Sorry, I have my, uh, my coffee with me. But, yeah, it's it's not surprising that it's about to die down. I mean, it's canceled for the reasons unrelated to what I was just talking about, but it, I don't think it would have been that hyping. It would have been that hype-inducing or exciting anyway, because I feel like... Over the last few years, it really hasn't been. There have been a few things that have been like, oh, that's so dope. Like, you know, Cyberpunk 2077 stuff. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3 for a time until it was just like, all right, just release the fucking game. Uh, FF7 Remake, when we actually got a release date. Did that happen at E3? Did they show the original release date for E3? I don't remember. But, um, so there's that. But other gaming news that I've been seeing around, um, PlayStation fan, not all PlayStation fans, I want to say that, and this is coming from someone who owns a Switch, who owns a PS4, who owns an Xbox One, who has a 3DS, I don't really give a fuck about the console wars, I really don't, I just like playing video games, I have all that stuff, I have like a nice little 3 TV setup where I have each console set on a different TV, just recently had that, you know, I got my laptop, even though it's not a gaming laptop, I don't, I can't, this thing could not handle video games, but, um, <laughs> Some, a certain population of PlayStation, like the diehard, like, PlayStation fanboys, I would say. Like, PlayStation stands. You know how there's Xbox stands who actually care about the console wars instead of just not giving a fuck and playing Xbox? Same thing. P PS4 has those, those people, too. You know, people who actually care about the console wars, I feel like, are the main people mad about this. But, anywho, there was a little PS4 exclusive. I don't know if you guys remember. It was called, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um... Horizon Zero Dawn was fucking highly play praised, played, 
highly praised and loved amongst you know ps4 players everywhere people fucking love that game and it was another thing for you know the hardcore playstation stands or you know the people trolling hard on the xbox stands to hang over their head because it's like dude look at this game that you guys can't play la, 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 la. well <laughs> um horizon zero zero dawn will soon not be a playstation exclusive is it coming to xbox no uh, it's coming to PC. Horizon Zero Dawn has officially been announced to be coming to the PC, and I believe it's the complete edition, so I believe when you buy it, it'll have all the content with it. Now, that's awesome. Like, that's my initial thought. Cool. Why would you not want games more available on different platforms to have access to more players and more fans or more people who will spread the word about your game? That that sounds like good business to me well some playstation fanboys are not fucking happy at all uh there's actually a video on twitter and the dude uploaded it himself uh let me see my friend my friend sent it to me last night a lot of news i'm gonna be talking about like little bits uh be talking about happened last night <laughs> and, and it's just like dude what the fuck is going on with people today and it was like late last night. I saw this shit at like 2, 3 a.m. Because I was up watching uh, Everyday Beam Struggle. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it's a podcast run by the YouTuber Afro Senju. And then he has other YouTubers like Rhyme Styles, Syriax, uh, Lotus, Kaggy, uh, all those people. You know, some others too. It's a big podcast. They just shoot the shit, talk they shit talk about certain subjects and it it was really real and uh this was like the first episode of season two and it was like two hours so i started watching it at one so i was no not even one like it was like 1 30 almost so i was up to almost 4 a.m because i wanted to finish it but anywho my friend was my fr one of my buddies was sending me stuff there's a video uh it's from here i want to find it his uh twitter handle is ap or at the ap99 i'm not making this so you can send hate towards him first of all i don't have a big enough fan base for that to even be a possibility but um i'm just saying there's a video of this dude showing like his like wherever he plays his games it looks like in the garage and it's completely no no hate to that that's nice that you got your own space it looks like a garage or like some kind of room where he formed into a gaming room so that's dope um I wish I had that kind of space. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. His the room is wrecked. the The PlayStation is on the ground. It looks busted. You can hear him breathing heavily and sniffling like he was crying. With the status, great way to spend my birthday. Thanks for fucking nothing. At PlayStation, at Gorilla, at just you know tagging all these people around the whole Horizon Zero Dawn thing. Decades thrown away, and now it was all for nothing. Now. F my, my first thought of seeing this was like, this has to be a troll. This dude has to be fucking kidding me. There's no way he's this serious about uh, PlayStation. No, he is. <laughs> um, I was going through his Twitter account because I wanted to see if like this is something normal for him or if this is just one random outburst, you know, to play along with the joke that PS PS4 fanboys are salty. No, he's a diehard PS4 stand, this guy is. And uh, he constantly has this kind of behavior, probably not to that extreme or to that level, but that's all his Twitter is dedicated to, like, 
talking about how great PS4 is, how much Xbox sucks, how bad. It, apparently, he thinks that taking away game exclusives takes away a game's uniqueness, which makes no fucking sense. Um, because at that point, when you put games on multiple platforms, all you're doing is giving options to people. So now it's not like, oh, this console has this game and this game, so I'm gonna get this console. It's more like, if most games are available on everything, I feel like then people would more likely to be looking at the specs of consoles and, you know, PCs, uh, and also price varying around those things, and then just choose their preference as well as, you know, accessories and things of that nature for it. So companies could still sell their brand. Xbox could still sell Xboxes. PlayStation could still sell PlayStations. You know, it, it'd be more of a preference of like, which specs do you prefer? What are you more comfortable with in a HUD? Do you just want a PC because you could build it yourself? Do you have the money for a high-end high PC? Do you have the know-how to make a budget build PC that runs just as good as a console and also is just as affordable as a console? Da 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 da. This has nothing to do with games. This isn't going to take away from the uniqueness of a game. If a game is good, a game is good. Regardless of a fucking system or it's on or if it's on PC or not. So that was just fucking ridiculous to me. So you have that, and there's a few other people who are mad about it. That was just the big one for me. Um, another thing, <laughs> uh, this this also involves Twitter and a YouTuber. There's a YouTuber, he, he does JoJo stuff. Um, his name is Homon Beat. If you, if you don't know who that is, you might have seen his videos. If you're a JoJo's fan, you might have seen his videos. He's most popular for his uh, debunking Iraqi Forgot videos, which are little video series for each part going over people saying, oh, this is a plot hole or this is an inconsistency. Iraqi must have forgot this and this and this and this. And he debunks those theories by showing proof that no, it makes sense and it's consistent. Da 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 la la la. I've seen some of his videos up until I watched up until the part five, just because I'm currently reading part six of JoJo, so I didn't want to be spoiled on it. Um, anywho, uh, I was looking, I was scrolling. I've been on Twitter a little more often now, just just trying to put myself out there more on Twitter since I didn't use it as much. But I was scrolling through Twitter and somebody uh, posted. Some tweets Hamon Beat had, and they're pretty fucking racist. Um, they are pretty fucking bad. Uh, let me see if I can find them, just so I can read out some. Well, you know what? I don't want to harp on this too long because I want to get to the main point. But let me let me see, because there's one more thing I want to say in quick for this stuff, and then we're gonna move to the Yu Yu Hakusho review. And then we're gonna talk about our main topic. But let me see if I can get to it really quick. Uh, so, it was a lot of, uh, let me, let me check, tweets and replies. I didn't, I, I've heard stories of how messy Twitter can be, but, you know, since I'm never on Twitter, I didn't know it could get this crazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, this, this guy said some pretty racist stuff towards black people and Muslims. Uh, 
And it's kind of just like, my guy, what the fuck? <laughs> and then people try to defend him. It's like, well, I don't think he's really racist. I think he's just wording it wrong. I'm like, mmm. It's pretty racist. <laughs> I'm scrolling through. I typed in Hum on Beat, and now it's just a thread of people posting memes about him being racist as well. You know, clowning him. Did some other stuff. So I'm just trying to, like, find the post that shared. She, she had, like, screenshots of the of said tweets and this was like i didn't i didn't know who this girl was i only saw it because um because somebody on twitter who i follow liked the tweet so then it showed it to me um fuck i don't want to be on this too long i wish i remembered the the girl's name who said it yeah i'm going on this too long but it was like some political stuff too and he used like the 13 percent meme unironically and i was just like oof big oofs what are you doing my guy um and he was trying to defend it he was saying like it would wouldn't be fair for black people somebody was saying there should be an iq test to vote uh this is me paraphrasing so i can't find the exact tweets but this is me paraphrasing somebody was saying there should be a vote or an iq test to see if people should uh be able to vote or not and from what he was saying it was like unfair for black people to have to take an IQ test to vote because they wouldn't pass or something of that nature. And I think he was trying to pass it off as like, oh, it'd be unfair to black folks in general. It's like, no, I think you're saying black people aren't intelligent enough to pass an IQ test to vote. It was weird, dude. Like, this, this is why I wanted to find the tweets because I don't want to paraphrase and be called out for being wrong later. You know what I mean? But I cannot fucking find them. I cannot for the life of me find this shit. Um. Damn it. Yeah, but it was it was something along those lines, and then people were also uh, tweeting other stuff about the whole situation. And I just typed in hum on beat, and it was just a long fucking thread. <laughs> of just people. Oh, found it, found it, found it, found it, found it, found it. Okay, holy sh- it's from uh, a Twitter called Female Protagonist. Holy shit, am I just finding out how fucking racist Hamlin Beat is right now. Stop supporting this dude, oh my god. So, let's see. There's an IQ gap, you literally can't deny that. If there were any IQ tests to vote, Black people will be the most affected group by far. That's what I'm saying in that comment. So it's just like shit of that nature. And then the whole 13% thing he used unironically. Like, it's just painful. Like if you if you go on Twitter and just type in Hamon B, you're gonna see a lot of memes, but you'll see a lot of people like calling him out on this. He also believes, um, the one thing I had spoiled for me about Jojo is I know the name and the, of the villain of part six and what he looks like, Poochie. Um, 
sorry if I spoiled that for you. Apologies. I only said his name. You don't, you don't know what he looks like. If you don't want to know, just skip ahead a couple of minutes. But, um, Poochie is definitely a black guy. <laughs> and Hamon Beat is so adamant on saying he's not a black guy. And trying to prove he's not a black guy. Even though he's a fucking black guy. <laughs> and it's just weird. It's just, like, dude, he's clearly black. So then there's a bunch of memes showing, like, Hamon Beat must be mad as fuck. He can't prove Avdol is it black and shit like that. But um, I just wanted to give a daily reminder. I'm gonna start doing this now. Uh, Hamon Beat is fucking racist, and I'm gonna go about my day. The <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about, bit of nerd like random wildness going on, is uh, it was on YouTube. It was about Team Four Star again. Now I already talked about this, and it's pretty already pretty well known that uh, Team Four Star decided to end the Dragon Ball Z Abridged series. Now, a lot of people were bummed, a lot of people were angry, a lot of people understood, a lot of people didn't understand, and a lot of people are still bitching about it to this day. And yesterday they had a, a post to their Facebook, it was a YouTube, it was a post to, you know, check out their stream, I think today at a certain time, I think it might have already happened, because they were doing a spring update video kind of thing on what they were planning all the projects they were planning on doing uh in the coming weeks and months and uh i can find this comment thread because <laughs> this happened last night and then i think the dude blocked me from seeing his comments because he mentioned me in a comment and then all of a sudden i couldn't see the comment nor a, a series of comments we had kind of going back and forth I only see my initial comment towards him and then his initial reply and then a bunch of other people's responses to him and his replies to them but i don't see any more of mine so i'm just like where the fuck did they go like i can't go past a certain point in the comments so i'm like did he block me did he have them deleted i but uh okay here's what he said and i'm gonna tell you where i think he fucked up uh he said can't wait till that moment of we're not feeling creative anymore with this stuff and you cancel it just like you canceled a bridge out of the blue um okay dude first off they worked on a bridge for like 10 years let that shit go bro and his whole like defense as we were going back and forth because i told my first comment was like jeff you need to grow the fuck up and if i maybe i came off too strong but the shit was annoying so i tried to not just shit talk him down because that never works in an online discussion ever but um it was fucking annoying so i was just like jeff grow the fuck up man that's all i said he replied to me the next day saying oh i'm like something like oh i'm grown maybe you're the one who needs to grow up and be mature about this i'm like really so your defense was to throw it back in my face even though I'm saying maybe you should be an adult about this and stop whining. So it, it was kind of like this whole back and forth thing. And my whole my whole stance about this abridged thing being... Because he's saying like, it was they shouldn't have just done it out of the blue and this and that. And let us on saying they were writing scripts and working on this. Look. Look, man. Look, listen. But <laughs> look, man. Regardless, you need to get the fuck over it because that's just, it is what it is uh yeah 
maybe they should have been more upfront about it. But you have to think about it in their position. They made this huge abridged series. They kind of like opened the door to a lot of other abridgers and people who started pursuing voice acting and things of that nature because of them and their work and the heavy impact they have and the fan base they have and this and that. And it's probably like, fuck, if we quit, this is going to lead to such and such and such and such. So they probably wanted to try. They probably definitely wanted to continue doing it for the fans and for other people. So of course they're going to say, yeah, we're still working on it. Yeah, we're still doing this. And they finally reached a point and reached a conscious decision where they're like, you know what? We really can't do this. Like, we have the burnout from it. Isn't that? And then people are also saying like, funny, you guys said you had burnout, but you're working on all these new projects. You know damn fucking well they meant they had burnout from DBZ Abridged and not in general burnout or a loss of creativity for anything they do. You know damn well they were referring to DBZ Abridge. Shut the fuck up. Stop trying to be a smartass. That shit is annoying and it'll get you nowhere. And I might sound a little more upset than normal. Coffee's starting to kick in. I'm exhausted. I was up too late. My fault. But even still, this is just fucking ridiculous. A ridiculous level of bitching, in my opinion. And to say, like that you feel owed something because oh all of a sudden they canceled out of the blue grow the fuck up it's an internet abridged series who the fuck really cares that deeply to be like wow i bet you're gonna cancel this too wow you can't believe you guys get over it they don't want to do it anymore they're grown-ass men they don't have to do stuff they don't want to do at the end of the fucking day and that's just the bottom line about it you whining about it and the dude was like i'm not whining you are whining you're complaining about something that's done. It's done. It's over. Be over it. You can be upset that it's over, but be fucking over it. Like, you don't need to hang it over their head or throw it in their face every fucking time they post something. It's in the past now. You bringing it up all the time doesn't fucking help. It's not gonna bring a bridge back. You're just being annoying and you're just whining and having a little outburst and a tantrum because it didn't continue and because you feel let let on they didn't lead anyone on they said they were going to work on it and they were working on it and then it got to the point where they're like you know what i don't think this is going to come out we don't think this is going to come the, out the way we want it to or as good as we think it can and we tried thinking of it from different angles we tried they even said they were going to make it shorts at one point they thought that but then they thought no that wouldn't be the same so they just decided to to end it at, at the cell games they tried they weren't just like one day like you know what fuck it let's just throw it away and you also know damn well that if they had made that last season i already said this but if they had made that last season with their heart not being in it and it came out bad you would have bitched about it and then the dude was like whoa at least they would have finished it no you would have fucking complained about it so shut the fuck up just be quiet about it it's done and then he replied to me again and like i said he mentioned me in another comment i went to go see what he was saying and i couldn't see it nor could i see any of our previous back and forth comments so i, I don't know if he blocked me i don't know if the comments got deleted somehow i don't know if it's a facebook error but i can't see anything else so i was just like okay whatever it's over but anywho fuck all that um so that's it for that hiccup recommends um you know what i recommend <laughs> uh 
I recommend JoJo's Part 6 Stone Ocean. I'm three volumes in. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, we're just going to move along from that, though, because that was my rant about all the, the shitty things I saw within the nerd community last night as I was trying to work on some stuff. But, anywho, let's move into the UU retrospective. And we're going to move into... <laughs> I know this is a weird transition, but we're just going to move along because fuck it. We, we cut that shit off. We cut off the negativity out here. So we're going to move into the UU retrospective <laughs> right now. So, Yu-Yu Hakusho, episode 9, The Search Begins. So in this episode, we have the start of the Genkai tournament arc, and we get introduced to a couple of things. Um, mainly, uh, the teacher, the sensei of the series, Genkai. Genkai is my favorite sensei of any anime series. I, I gotta go ahead and say it. Which makes complete sense, because, you know, Yu-Yu Hakusho is my favorite anime series. But, um... In this episode, Yusuke is tasked with his second official case, and that is tracking down a demon known as Rando. Uh, the thing about Rando is he is a technique thief. So this demon has stolen the techniques of 99 other psychics and is looking to hit his 100th lick, and he's planning to get that with Genkai. Now at the same time, Genkai is holding trials or tryouts some kind of competition in order to find a worthy disciple, someone to pass her abilities on to. Genkai is old, she feels like she is not long for this world, which she was right about. If you read the manga, in the original manga, Genkai passes away by the end of the series. It's a few years after Yusuke first meets Genkai, but, you know, a few years after Yusuke meets Genkai, she passes away. But, anywho, and the Dark Tournament thing, but <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Genkai feels like her time is coming, and she wants to pass her technique on to somebody else. Uh, her technique is seen as the strongest psychic ability ever made in the world, and many men, many, many men and powerful warriors and psychics would love to get their hands on this technique, this technique known as the Spirit Wave, that has an ability that can protect or destroy hundreds, as Koema would put it. So, this is the next case Yusuke is tasked with. Yusuke, of course, does not want to fucking do it, like he hasn't really wanted to do this job, but kind of been pushed to do it. And that's purely because his own laziness and selfishness. Uh, Yusuke is trying to chill and kick back and not do anything because they have a long weekend ahead. I believe it's like a three-day weekend or just some kind of like long break off from school. And he doesn't want to spend that vacation time at some old lady's house trying to learn some technique so he wants no part in it so uh botan has to pretty much bribe him into going by saying she has tickets to tokyo dome which uh i believe is some big big wrestling event so of course yusuke is now like fuck yeah dude if i do this i get to go to tokyo dome hell yeah i'll do this case and that's the only reason why he shows up He's hoping he doesn't get picked very early on so he can just go home and that way Botan can't say anything to him about leaving early because he got kicked out. Uh, he's soon going to find out that that's not in the cards for him and the complete opposite is uh, planned out for his future in fact. But he gets to the compound and you can see a lot of fighters and this is this is common Yu Yu Hakusho knowledge if you're uh, a fan of the series like even like a casual fan I believe a lot of people know this. But if you look around the compound in the background, you can see people that kind of look like, you know, Ryu, I think Dalsum, Zangif, like people from Street Fighter. You can see people 
uh, I wouldn't say they exactly look like them, but it's definitely very, very similar and kind of very apparent they purposely sprinkled those characters in to make it seem like Genkai is this world famous that the strongest fighters from around the world, like even these guys, would show up to her compound to learn her technique. So I thought it was a cool little uh, Easter egg. It's it's a very common one. I, that's not anything rare. I just wanted to, you know, point it out because this is something to point out. So Yusuke's there. He's already like, Ugh, I just hope I can get the fuck out of here quick. And guess whose voice he hears? That's right. The boy, the man, the myth, the mulberry tree himself, Kazuma fucking Kuwabara pulls up. Uh, <laughs> you know I gotta, I gotta hype my nigga up. I love Kuwabara. I love Kuwabara. But Kuwabara is there. Uh, one thing that does bug me about this arc is Kuwabara's clothes. Um, for the anime at least. Because if you haven't read the manga of Yu Yu Hakusho, I highly recommend it to you first off. But, um... In the manga, Kuwabara isn't wearing a school uniform, which makes sense because they're not currently going to school, they're on the long vacation, which is why Yusuke isn't wearing his school uniform. But for some reason in the anime, they just decided to have Kuwabara wear his school uniform, but in the manga he's wearing a, a baseball jersey, which goes, a part, goes in part to like a, some of his namesakes and or, name origins. If you dig deeper into there's like spiritual references, of course, but there's some other bits and pieces too that uh, Tagashi got his reference from to make Kuwabara. And he has like, you know, a baseball jersey, some jeans, and some sneakers. He wears normal clothes, but for some reason in the anime, they chose not to have him wear that. I personally don't know why. Um, maybe if I looked it up and did some digging, I could probably find out. But personally, I never knew why they did that but that's what they decided to do but <laughs> anyway that's besides the point uh Kuwabara says he's there because lately his psychic abilities or his abilities to see ghosts and spirits and stuff has been spiking recently and he doesn't like that it's been bothering him especially he said especially while he's going around fighting and pretty much he heard about Genkai's spirit wave technique and how it can do almost anything so He's hoping Genkai can use her powers to tune down his own psychic abilities so he doesn't have to be bothered by ghosts and spirits. Um, little does Kuwabara know that the opposite is in fact <laughs> laid out for him just like Yusuke. So the cool part about this arc is both these guys don't want to be here for different, for very different reasons. But both of them end up kind of like, this is like the beginning of like the true like, all right, we got to do this kind of adventures for them because after this, we have the Forsake Beast. And this is also the start of Kuwabara actually having powers. Um, so Genkai comes out and everyone's, you know, silent and attentive. And just like they said, it's an old ass lady. She's short. <laughs> she old. She look mean. Is Genkai. You, you already know. But uh, Genkai does then announce the first test. Also, Genkai is voiced by the same voice actress that did Frieza in the original Dragon Ball Z Funimation dub. I don't think it was the Ocean dub, right? No, it was the Funimation dub. The original voice of Frieza that, of course, changed uh, in Kai. I don't think she did a bit bad job as Frieza. I do think uh, the person, Chris Ayers, and I think now his, like, his brother does it sometimes, too, because Chris Ayers has uh, medical issues going on. But, um... I do believe Chris Ayers does a better 
job at dubbing Frieza's voice. I feel like it's more representative and accurate to the actual sub Frieza, like the official Japanese. But she did a great job. I, I won't discredit her for that, but I think she does a better Genkai. I think she fits the character better as Genkai. Uh, but she does the first test, and it's a litmus paper test, pretty much. It's a drawing lots, as she puts it. And everyone gets a little piece of paper and a sealed little envelope thing, and they open it. If your paper turns red, you move on to the next stage. If your paper turn, if your paper is just white, you go the fuck home. So Yusuke and Kuabar are hoping their papers turn white so they can just leave. Because Yusuke, of course, we know why he doesn't want to be there. But also Kuabara is like, all right, this is a little too weird for me. I might want to bounce too. But <laughs> Both their papers are red, and both of them are really bummed about it and shocked that each other got red papers. So, Genkai's like, alright, if you got red papers, congrats, you passed, let's go. If you got white papers, get the fuck off my property. Uh, Genkai then, you know, thinks to herself, you know, classic anime, little do they know that this was actually a test. <laughs> like, the whole thing was a test to test their uh, initial spirit energy. The paper will remain white if your spiritual strength isn't high, if you don't have enough spirit energy to change it. If your spirit energy is high enough, the paper would turn red. So you're actually changing the color of the paper. So two giant dudes show up, they pull up on her, they're just like, yo, 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 no, no, no. Um, we're the strongest people where we come from, bruh. What do you mean we not strong enough to move on? And Genkai's like, look leave <laughs> like Genkai's pretty much like get the fuck off get the fuck out of my face I don't know who you think you step into uh, I believe she says that's the problem with larger fighters they they're louder when they whine I was like oh get him get him Genkai Genkai had the fucking she was she would roast you without even trying that's what I loved about her um, so they try to attack her together and Genkai turns and just essentially looks at them and a burst of kind of like psychic energy comes forth and knocks both these niggas back on their ass and they're laid out everyone's just like ooh okay and now Yusuke is like okay so that's something the spirit wave can do I guess and they continue on Yusuke then tries to use his demon compass to see if he can find the uh, person disguised as a demon, uh, you know, try to find Rando disguised as a human, I said disguised as a demon, um, try to find Rando who should be in disguise as a human somewhere in this crowd. Uh, as he uses the demon compass, it blows up. <laughs> so Rando's energy is higher than what the demon compass can read. Now I think the funny part about this is, thinking about it in hindsight and as the series as a whole, Rando wasn't that strong. I think he was like a lower C-class demon, I want to say. I don't think he was that, that powerful. Uh, he was definitely the strongest enemy Yusuke had faced up until that point. That That's what, it, but even then I'm saying like, he's probably like low C. Like, <laughs> he, he wasn't that strong, so the demon compass wasn't built to handle anything above D-class, I guess? I don't know. But you know how writing is in, in a shonen series, you just keep going and going. It's besides the point. So the compass blows up, right? So they move on to the next test, and it's to play arcade games. But these arcade games check different aspects of a person's spirit energy. So they had a punching machine, 
that scored you based on your spirit's energy strength. They had a rock, paper, scissors machine, which would test your spiritual awareness. And then they had a karaoke machine, which tested uh, the spirit's ability to adapt and change on, you know, on the fly, essentially. So the next test was people had to pass two out of three of the games in order to move on to the next part of the test. And Yusuke and Kuwabara definitely impressed. Uh, they did the punching machine, Kuwabara scored like, oh, well, the first dude that went up scored like an 18, and he was like, what the fuck? But at my mom and dad's pool house, I get the high score. And I guess he didn't get the memo that it tests spirit strength. So Kuwabara gives it a whop, and he scores 129. Everyone's like, oh, damn, that kid, oh, shit, got 129. And then, you know, he's like, beat that, you machine. And of course, Yusuke beats it. <laughs> uh, Yusuke gets a 155. So, both of them passed that test, but <laughs> Yusuke clearly is stronger spiritually. Genkai notices this and says that that boy has a lot of destructive force. If he was trained right, he can hone that and be a powerful warrior in the future. Mm. So then Kuwabara challenges Yusuke to the rock, paper, scissors machine. And one thing that the anime cuts out, I believe in the, I, I probably would have to look this up again, but I like vividly remember in the manga, them showing Yusuke failing hard as fuck at the rock, paper, scissors machine. Like I think he got like two out of 10 or something like that. Like. And then Kuwabara comes in and gets a perfect score, and you see it's like, how the fuck? It's because Kuwabara's spiritual awareness, so he was able to read the machine's movements and counter them in rock, paper, scissors every time. So Kuwabara apparently would probably go undefeated in rock, paper, scissors in real life. Um, another thing we see later in the Dark Tournament when they play a game of rock, paper, scissors to decide who fights uh, Shishi Wakamaru, Kuwabara won that rock, paper, scissors game. Betty wish he didn't have, but... Anywho, uh, Genkai notices that as well, and she praises Kuwabara for his spiritual awareness and wonders why he hasn't been able to hone it into a weapon yet, which is foreshadowing to when he forms his spirit sword. So, when we get to the end of the- oh, also, it shows uh, two of the people Yusuke will be fighting later in the final rounds of the Genkai tournament exam stuff, uh, Kibano. And I forget the ninja dude's name, but I remember the martial arts guy was named Kibano. He scored a 170 on the punch machine. And then the ninja guy, I think, scored like the highest score on the, the machine for spiritual awareness, the karaoke machine. Even though he was singing so badly, he was able to adjust his uh, spirit to, to the game. So he got a high score on it. So Genkai was pretty hyped about all the possible candidates she had to be her successor. So then we move on to the top 20, and the last test of this episode shown is I'm going through what is known as the Dark Forest, an old primitive forest filled with old primitive demons. They had two hours to get through the forest and reach the giant tree at the end where Genkai would be waiting for them. Anyone who failed to reach, reach it by the two hour time limit would be disqualified. So two dudes already bail out because you can feel the ominous energy coming from the forest. Kuwabara is, sh like, damn near shitting himself, just vibing out to it. And Yusuke is like, eh, fuck it, it's just a forest. So we have that first interaction of Genkai and Yusuke where Genkai's like, watch your goddamn mouth. Because I think Yusuke's like, I'm not scared to go through Grandma's forest. And, you know, Kibano tries to talk shit to Yusuke, so they have their little back-and-forth banter. 
which uh, foreshadows their fight. It's the for being one episode, they kind of build up on a lot of the characters that they'll be interacting with, mainly Kibano and the the ninja guy. Also Shorin, who is actually Rando. Spoilers if you've never watched a Yuakajo before. Uh, he's always like this attentive little monk that's just like, but master, what does this do? But master, isn't that? He like played the part of being like this kind-hearted monk really well, uh, even though he was an evil demon trying to steal techniques in disguise. <laughs> but uh, one thing I will say about the episode, like I was talking about, is that they it does a great job at uh, building up these characters, even though they're not going to be around for more than a couple of episodes. You already kind of get to know them a little more and see that Kibana and Yusuke already kind of have like a little budding rivalry for like their f upcoming fight that they're going to have later. And the ninja, you can see Kibano and the ninja are definitely like two dudes to look out for throughout this arc because they're shown that way, especially in the forest. They're shown to be kind of like rivaled in strength. That's what this this episode is trying to show. And then Shorin, of course, is the main villain. The only person they don't show that's kind of of importance is the the sword guy uh, Kuwabara fights in his match. I don't think they show they don't show him at all until the actual like tournament fights. I believe I don't remember. I don't remember seeing him. They did show him during like the running through the forest. They showed him really quick. Anywho, the, they start to go through. Uh, Kuwabara senses the fastest path to go through, and he starts going on his own way. Yusuke's like, everybody knows the best way to get through a forest is to just go straight through, so Yusuke runs straight ahead, and everyone else goes their separate paths. People get caught up in traps, people get caught by monsters, this and that. Kibano is fucking Michael Vickin' dogs left and right. He's running, the dogs are chasing them, he's fucking throat chopping them, pushing them out of the way. I was just like, geez, dude, you don't need to be that vicious about it. Um, so, as Yusuke is running through the forest, he, since he went straight down the middle, he runs into a trap, or the den or territory, of this demon bat creature named, uh, Balder or Boulder or something like that? Big old bat monster demon thing. And it attacks Yusuke. And of course, all around are like these little bats and he calls them his babies. So... It rushes Yusuke. Yusuke's like, ah, shit, looks like I got a fight on my hands. Cuts back to where the tree is, and I think Genkai says there's about 20-15 minutes left. Kuwabara's the first one there. And Kuwabara didn't run into a single fucking thing when he went through the forest, because his spiritual awareness let him take the path with the least amount of danger, and also the quickest path. So Kuwabara gets there first, and then... Not too long after, like, a, I want to say, like, 20 seconds later, Kibano and the ninja guy show up at about the same time. Kind of both like, oh, damn, we weren't the first people here. And then they're like, we were having too much fun in the forest. It's like, you guys were beating dogs. <laughs> so it cuts back to Yusuke. This bat thing, Balder, is, like, dashing by him rapidly from all different directions, slashing by as he does so. But Yusuke was waiting for the right moment to count man that them sirens is gonna be loud as shit um yusuke was waiting for the right moment to counter essentially so as boulder was doing another attack yusuke read his movements knocks him down and beats the fucking crap out of him saying that he had to waste a half an hour memorizing his attack patterns 
So Boulder is still speaking in like the third person and Yusuke's like, dude, shut up. And he's just mad and annoyed and he pummels Boulder off screen. <laughs> um, so as time has uh, just about run out and the other con competitors are still there in Kuwabara or at the, the tree next to Genkai, Kuwabara's like, wait, 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 there should be one more dude coming. And Genkai's like, nah, fuck that. No exceptions. Time's up. At that point, Yusuke runs up. And he's just like, I would have gotten here sooner, but I ran into like this weird bat thing that I had to take down and it took a lot of time, which surprises Genkai because she knows who he's talking about. And she's like, wait, you fought him? She's And he's like, yeah, it took me a while to memorize his attack pattern, but all he can do is fly really fast. And once I caught him, I just beat him up and went on my merrily way. So this impresses Genkai because... She wasn't expecting anyone to encounter Baldor, let alone survive in a fight with him. So, Yusuke being a special case in this situation, Genkai makes the exception, and even though time was up, she allows Yusuke to move along. Which leads to our final eight competitors at the start of the next episode where we get into the tournament fights. Uh, Kuobar and Yusuke cheer, and then they're just like, oh wait, don't fucking hug me. But now that it's narrowed down to eight people the danger is only going to get more serious because now we've narrowed down suspects as to who rando can be and it's definitely not yusuke and it's definitely not kuwabara so it has to be one of the six other people we already know it's shoran but i like how it led to that little mystery and how next episode preview shows us that we're gonna have some tournament fights in the dark and I actually feel like this is an underrated little arc. I really like the the fights during this. This is, a, this is a cool little arc. It was short, but it was really it was really dope, and I really like it. So this episode, I think, was a good start to the next case. It lays out Kuabara's character. It lays out Genkai's character. It lays out kind of like more of the lore of the world. How there's psychics with spirit energy who trained and learned various techniques how there's martial artists who control spirit energy and have various techniques so there's psychic slash martial artists from around the world who have special abilities that they use to fight it isn't just oh kuwabara just happens to be a lot in a psychic family line and yusuke died and came back to life now he has spirit powers no there's people all around the world who have various powers through various means whether that be training or just being born to have it or having special items things of that nature so the 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 lore laid down out at this part is not a lot but it is cool that they have it to know that these things exist within the world of Yu Hakusho right under normal people's noses normal people wouldn't know about this stuff so next week we move into the tournament fights and that's when we get into more of the meat of this arc I really like a lot of these fights so we'll talk about that next time on pew pew haka show but uh now we're gonna move into our final little bit and cool i have a good amount of time to talk about it so i'm glad i'm glad i can do that uh we're going to be going over this uh twitter account this twitter account known as jay so i'm gonna go ahead and pull up his account so i already talked about who geekdom 101 is just like a quick little <coughs> oh, excuse me, Jesus. Um, a quick little uh, kind of summary about him. If you haven't seen, uh, if you haven't heard about Geek the Boy before, and I already briefly kind of 
mention exactly what this guy was doing, but I noticed this a few days ago on Twitter. You know, people still, you know, sometimes people argue with Geekdom or say things about him or his content, da 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 da, or Dragon Ball content, this and that, all that stuff. Uh, Geekdom does sometimes go a little overboard with commenting back, roasting back, or, you know, in general, just kind of getting upset and replying to them. But that's kind of always the guy he's been. Am I saying, like, I endorse his behavior? Not all the time. Of course not. But he is his own man. If he does what he does, he does what he does. And it's not like he's attacking people for, like, criticism. Some people, like, Sometimes people are just like, I'm just giving criticism, but it's not really criticism because what they're saying is either inaccurate or just something he's already addressed before. So it, I can see why it kind of could annoy him because it's like, we already went over this. Why are you, why are you bringing this up? Or, you know, you can tell people are just trying to be a dick towards him and he, sometimes it annoys him. He, he used to be a lot worse about this. Uh, and I think he's more leveled now than he used to be people change people grow up people get older people learn okay so now that we've had that discussion i saw this guy comment <laughs> on geekdom's tweet and the thing that caught my attention about it uh what was i gonna say the the thing that caught my attention about it was the fact that he didn't have like a profile picture so that's what i really noticed and the th what annoyed me was that he was just like talking shit not only on him but like anyone who liked his content so don't get me wrong if you don't like someone or their content or whatever that's fine go ahead and live your life go ahead and keep existing you don't have to like everything or everything someone does. You're your own person. You're your own human being. I can't fault you for that. If he doesn't like Geekdom or he doesn't like Geekdom's content, then by all means, don't like the content and don't like him. That's fine. Whatever. My thing is, he is also commenting on anyone commenting on a video, even if they weren't talking to this dude, saying like, ha, I can't believe you like, fall for this bullshit i can't believe you you fall for all his content he's this big fake person and he's actually a jerk and he doesn't know what he's talking about and he's a liar and he's clickbaity so i just want to go over some of the stuff this guy talks about um right now geekdom has two little series going on like explain series he has the transformation guide which talks about different transformations throughout dragon ball whether that be the varying forms of super saiyan the Great Eight form, Freeze's transformation, Cell's transformations, Boo's transformations, such and such and such and such. He has a little video series where he talks about those and little bits of information, you know, the basic layout of them and other little things. They're short videos and they're just little fun, entertaining things to watch if you want to watch them. He also has another series that kind of is a companion to it called The Technique Guide that he recently had started up which goes over various Dragon Ball attacks and techniques throughout the whole series. So like, uh, After Image Technique, Wolf Fang Fist, Dragon Fist, Solar Flare, things of that nature. And he's about to do one on the Kianzan, Krillin's Destructo Disc. 
Now, some people think that Geekdom and other Dragon Ball content creators are running out of things to talk about because they post content like that. Or because other content creators post what-if videos. It's like, man, you guys must be running out of ideas to be doing this trash. Okay, first off, if you don't like the idea or the video, just don't watch the idea or the video. If you don't like what-ifs, don't watch what-ifs. The whole point of what-ifs is that they're what-ifs. Like, Quaman recently released one called What If Bulma and Yamcha Stayed Together. And in the thumbnail, it shows like a little fan drawing of Bulma and Yamcha together. Then shows Trunks, but Trunks has, you know, Yamcha, Yamcha's black hair and like a little scar. It's just a little fan drawing. It's nothing too crazy. People are like, this is such a stupid thumbnail and this and that. It's just a what if video, bro. Who cares? The whole point is what if. It's just a what if. And then uh, Masako is another Dragon Ball tuber. He mainly does what if scenarios. And da 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 da. People are just like, man, you guys are running out of ideas. Who the fuck cares about this decades old series? Well, first of all, plenty of people do because Dragon Ball has been out since the 80s. And regardless of if you like the series or not, it doesn't change the fact that there's still a want for Dragon Ball content or else it wouldn't be as popular as it was. And I'm not talking about YouTube alone. I'm talking about Dragon Ball content in general. There's a reason why even before Super came out, we still had Dragon Ball games coming out like every fucking year. Before the Battle of the Gods and Resurrection F movies came out, we still had Dragon Ball games coming out to that to that point and still to this day. And there's still Dragon Ball merchandise being made. There was still Dragon Ball fan comics being made because people like the series. Then Dragon Ball Super came out and that made them more money. So there's more games and more content. And also just because the Dragon Ball Super anime ended doesn't mean the Dragon Ball Super manga ended. Which is still air which is still, you know, being made to this day. It's a monthly series that comes out, but there is the manga still ongoing. So to say who cares about this decade-old series, maybe you don't, which is perfectly okay if you don't like Dragon Ball. I never have an issue with that if you don't like Dragon Ball. But to say that nobody cares is such a big ignorant thing to say because clearly people care because there's stuff being made because there's a demand for it. Anywho, you know, some people with some people uh, that were Dragon Ball content creator fans or fans of these content creators, not just geekdom, but other people too, because various people got lumped into this, like Dragon Ball content makers or Dragon Ball tubers are running out of ideas. People are like, dude, who the fuck cares if you don't like it or not? There's people that honestly get entertained by these what-if videos, which is why they keep making videos. You don't make videos on YouTube if they're not getting traction. <laughs> like, you don't continue a series. Like, one video example they used was Masako's, uh, what is it called? Uh, what if Goku was a girl? What if scenario? And it was like, part nine. People were like, why does it need to be that many parts? Because he's probably going over the various arcs of Goku's life, but from the scenario of if Goku was a, f a girl. And if it got up to part 9, it means people probably want to see more what-if scenarios involving this situation. And he has other what-ifs. And then people are talking shit about Geekdom for making a video about the solar flare, like, explained. But the thing about that is, the video's not even that long. Like, why are you going to talk about solar flare for that long? Well, in fact, if you actually saw the video, 
the video's not that fucking long, so he didn't go talk about the solar flare that fucking long. None of the technique guide videos are that fucking long. So the fact that you guys are saying he's milking this makes no sense to me because they're just little videos to archive if you ever wondered about like, hey, what about this little detail about such and such? You can see that. And if you don't care, don't watch the fucking video. But clearly they're not running out of ideas because people enjoy the content. And how, and if you, for you to say people are stupid for liking things like that nature is such a selfish and self-centered thing to say because just because you don't like it doesn't make it dumb. Like, yeah, the Solar Flare Technique Explained video is almost nine minutes. The After Image Technique video is seven and a half minutes. Wolfang Fist, eight minutes. The longest technique guide video he's made is 13 minutes, and that's talking about the Dragon Fist. Which is valid, because the Dragon Fist is something that's mainly only happened in movies and in Dragon Ball GT. Um, so, first of all, who the fuck cares if he's making these videos? And who the fuck cares if you don't like them or not? Other people do. People are interested in it. So, before I get completely off topic, let's get back to Jay. Now, the thing I notice about Jay is all he tweets about is geekdom in a negative light. All he does is he talks shit about Geekdom's videos, talk shit about Geekdom, talk shit about people who enjoy Geekdom, and call Geekdom a bad person. Now, is Geekdom perfect? No. Do I worship Geekdom like a god? No. Of course I don't. He's a person, just like me. I don't give a fuck. Do I disagree with Geekdom on some of his opinions about Dragon Ball or certain things that happen within the series or other aspects? Yeah, because we're people with different opinions. But that doesn't mean I don't have to, that doesn't mean I should stop watching this content. Like, I have a brain. Of course I'm going to disagree with him on certain things. No shit. I still enjoy his content at the end of the day. There's another YouTuber I like named Swag Kage. I disagree with him on several of his opinions on certain things in certain series and such and such and such and such. I don't hate Swag Kage for having a difference of opinion. He's his own person. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> but then we have like, you know, this guy saying Geekdom is a clickbaiter. And I want to find the latest example he used as to saying like, oh, Geekdom's a clickbaiter. Okay, this is from, uh, where is it? I think it's from February 25th. Yeah, uh, Geekdom 101. Back at it again with the clickbait. Goku versus Virus rematch. Blah 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 blah. Then he puts heroes way at the end. What a fucking chump. Uh, first off, first off, first off, he didn't put heroes way at the end of the title of that video. If you go <laughs> to Geekdom's video playlist, or just type in Geekdom 101 on YouTube, you can see what video he's talking about. It's from two weeks ago. Without clicking the video, you know how like if the title's really long, it'll show the beginning of the title and then like the ellipses to show that there's more. And that's what he's trying to say that he put it at the very end so you would have to click on the video to see the full title. No, he fucking did not do that. You can see that it says Goku versus Beerus rematch, Dragon Ball Heroes Big Bang Mission, then an ellipses. 
So you can see without clicking on the fucking video that he's talking about Dragon Ball Heroes upcoming Big Bang Mission event. So he didn't clickbait that. So what the fuck are you talking about? N and I'm sure there's people who are going to be like, look at you just defending... If you have proof to back up your claim, then all means back it up. But that's not a clickbait title, because you can see what it fucking says before even clicking the whole thing. He also has another video, or another thing he posted way back from October of last year. Talking about Geekdom and his clickbait is so damn real. And he took a screenshot of the video title. And you can't see the whole thing unless you know, click down to see the full title. But it says, Vegeta learns Yardrat secrets, Dragon Ball Super Manga Chapter 53, Leak. And it cuts off at Leak, but you know it says Leaks. Now, you know it's a Leak video. <laughs> and even in the title for Geekdom's video, it has a question mark after Vegeta learns Yardrat secret techniques, like exclamation part question mark so you know it's like a question i guess you could i guess he has a better stance of saying that's clickbait rather than the whole beers versus goku rematch but even with this i'm just like how is this clickbait how is this clickbait the leaked image shows vegeta and yardrat gear meditating so clearly he's learning something on yardrat what does he learn we don't know for sure yet but he's clearly learning some yardrat techniques so how is it clickbait? And then somebody replied to this one. By the way, this guy follows one person and has like one follower. Um, somebody asked, how is it clickbait? And he replied with, there is no, there's not one piece of evidence or even dialogue of the chapter. And he just posted two pics that show Vegeta not learning anything and is being shown that he learned anything. Come on, man. He's obviously looking for clicks. I mean, why not wait for the chapter to drop? It's clearly a speculation video. <laughs> it's clearly a fucking speculation video. Anyone with a fucking brain can see that. Look, I'm not trying to be too mean because I always try to say, like, everyone has the right to their opinion, da 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 da. But this dude is a fucking asshole, so I'm gonna keep it a buck. It's clearly a fucking special speculation video. Clearly, he's not clickbaiting anyone or telling somebody this is the answer. So what the fuck are you talking about? Geekdom 101 back at it again with the clickbait. Mirrors the angel. And funny how he never tweets about that again. When we later find out Mirrors from the Dragon Ball Super manga that we're talking about is indeed a fucking angel. Or used to be an angel. So, what clickbait? Again. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, you're not backing up any of your fucking claims, yet you constantly talk shit about this person and say they're a liar and a clickbaiter and a bad person and bring nothing to the table to prove that. So what the fuck are you talking about? And then he also brings up all of these past beefs Geekdom used to have with people and now he's a bad person for starting these beefs and being mean and this and that. When Geekdom very recently, in fact, had a video thanking people for you know like wow the channel's been up for five years isn't that and he even brings up the beef with a few of these people he's had beef with 
and said that for the most part most of these people that he's had arguments with or beef with in the past he squashed that with them he's talked it out with these people and they're cool for the for most of them he says he doesn't say all of them but he says most of them and he brings them up like you know for neverworld i remember when him and for neverworld had like some little beef that got solved so fast he said he's met people in real life at like kamea con and they talked it out and they solved their differences and geeked him admitted like yeah i said some things i got aggressive he said some things he got aggressive we went back and forth but we talked it out and we solved the issue so you saying and then somebody was like yeah dude dude these are these are old these are like old videos from like early in his career and he's a different person now and he's like no he's not geekdom's a liar and he's just trying to save face because he has more eyes on him so he can't fucking win he can't change as a person because he's more popular so the excuse is not that he's changed as a person it's because he's more popular and he's trying to cover his tracks even though he's admitted to you know like hey yeah that was a little unnecessary and we talked it out and sorted it out if he was lying about that those people would come forward and say like no we didn't solve it and i know for a fact that him and forever world solved their beef because that was like a public thing and they later did a video together and they were cool they did like a video together it was like him for neverworld and somebody else but they were cool they were completely fine so it's just like again dude you're bringing nothing to back up your claims that's such an old thing to bring up then he brings up another thing and look this one is so taken out of context and i'm pretty sure i remember geekdom saying something like this but in fact it's taken so out of context let me see if i can find it now i could be wrong and if i am wrong i'll admit to it but let me see because i think he clipped a video alongside it trying to say he he <sighs> da, 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 da. let me see uh, da, 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 da. sorry let me try to scroll down and find it Maybe it's in his replies. Oh yeah, he has new replies. People talking shit to people. Dude. Yeah, somebody's like, really? They're doing what they're supposed to do, making Dragon Ball content. What do you think they're they are running out of content? Why do you think they're running out of content? What ifs and lore explanations are a staple of all fandoms? Bro, what exactly needs to be explained about SSJ2? Like, did you not watch the show? He's obviously desperate for view. Well, there's little... It, if you... Again, if you actually watch these fucking videos, he's not just talking about, oh, this is what the form did in the show. He also goes over, like, little bits of it outside of the show. Like, originally when Super Saiyans weren't graded by, like, Super Saiyan 1, Super Saiyan 2, Super Saiyan 3, and, like, guidebooks, how they were, like, grade 2, grade 3, grade 4, like... How when they were going over the Super Saiyan mutation up until that point of Super Saiyan 2. And before it was called Super Saiyan 2, one of the official like guides, they were giving grades. And Super Saiyan 2 was called, what is it? So Super Vegeta is like grade 2. And then Super Trunks in his super buff form is like grade 3. Then like that full powered Super Saiyan form that Goku and Gohan had where they were in Super Saiyan all the time was grade 4. Super Saiyan 2 Gohan was listed as grade 5 in one of the guides. Not a lot of people knew that, which is also in a lot of his informational videos about the Super Saiyan transformations. 
So yes, he's not running. So no, he's not running out of ideas. He's giving other little details outside of the series, just other bits of information. Could you look it up by yourself? Yeah, but any informational video, you could look up that information by yourself. It's just to pack it into one thing. And it's just like, and then like people, you know, there's other, he, he also applies to like people who are also clowning geekdom. Like when geekdom posted, like, you know, the little thumbnail for his next technique guy video about the Kianzan. Some dude said, bro, geekdom 101 out here without, I out here out of ideas y'all fucking clowns. First of all, who the fuck cares if he's making a video about the Destructo disc, dude? Just don't watch the video if you don't care about it that deeply. How is it running out of ideas? He's just talking about a technique in a show. There are videos like that. Well, what would you learn that's not already in the show? Maybe if you watch the video, maybe you would learn something. How are you judging something before it's even fucking released? Like, I don't understand that. And then Jay replies, yeah, I can't wait till he makes a Vegeta hairstyle explain video or Gohan's leg kick explain video. But none of these videos are even remotely like that milking it. They're like actual techniques that he's just talked about the details of and like their origins outside of the story. So it's just like another tweet. He said, uh, Geekdom says, Geekdom, Goku's left nut exploded. And then he talks shit about Geekdom 101 fans like, Wow, he's so damn creative and never run. Like, dude, you're just such a dumbass. Like, <sighs> yeah, and then this person got the same idea as me, and he replied to it. Somebody was saying, like, just dumb. Ooh, let me see if I can find this full thread. Are you mad? Yeah, what is this about? Yeah, somebody, this is the post I was talking about. Somebody said DBZ YouTubers are running out of things to talk about. And then somebody was like, Geekdom doesn't belong here. And then Jay replied, Geekdom has been recycling his material. Look at his explain videos. He has done several on the same exact topic. That's ridiculous. Did you make this one account just to rag on Geekdom 101? Geekdom, LOL. One glance at your page and the answer is yes. To rag on Geekdom, well, if spitting straight facts is ragging, then yeah, yeah, I am, yep. Nigga, you are just ragging on Geekdom. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then the dude replied, So this is you logging in to your account. I see, carry on. And he posted a gif of Mr. Rogers putting on a clown mask, which is Jay. I will say that. Ha ha ha! Then Jay replied, LMAO, are you mad that someone said something bad about your daddy Geekdom? Well, wipe the semen from your mouth, bro. And then somebody else replied, no, just dumbfounded someone takes the time to actually make an account and do pointless rants on a fucking Dragon Ball YouTuber. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. And then the dude replied, Geekdom doesn't show his face and talks pointless shit all the time. First of all, Geekdom has shown his face several times. It's not that hard to look it up on Google. Just because he doesn't show his face on his videos doesn't mean he's hiding his face. You can easily find his face. People have met him at KameaCon and taken pictures with him. There are pictures of him with groups of friends in real life. There are pictures of him at the, I think it was the Dragon Ball Super Brawly movie screening. He was there and he got briefly interviewed. You can see him. He's not hiding his face. So what are you talking about? So again, please give me the proof. Please back up your claims because you're not doing it. You're just talking shit about someone to talk shit about someone.
And then, okay, yeah, and then I had a little back and forth with him a few days ago. And what was it about? Oh, he was replying to somebody saying that Geekdom was kind of sounding arrogant because he sounded like he was acting like he knew more than Toriyama. But the dude just kind of sounded confident. So then he replied to it, you know, Geekdom just doing his Geekdom thing. And... And then somebody replied, do people just wake up wanting to hate on people? I may disagree with Geekdom 101 views sometimes, but never to the degree I go to Twitter and trash talk someone or just say something that's outright false because I'm mad, so mad and infuriated. People need counseling. I fully fucking agree. You can disagree with this person or not even like them. I don't see what you need to, why you need to take this extra percut. See, I'm all over the place. Why you need to take the extra steps to go this far and shit on a man this far as to, especially making a Twitter account dedicated to it. And then Jay's like, he's a clickbaity app-baiting asshole who damaged many channels over his obsession with views and popularity. Geekdom's come up was going after bigger channels than his and talking smack about them be about their being about their clickbait and now he does the same thing geekdom doesn't do clickbait i don't know what you i don't know what your definition of clickbait is but these aren't clickbait so please stop and then dude replied i've been watching the guy for damn near four years the only person i've seen him go after was perfection and that nigga is gone i believe he squashes beef with perfection too he said uh i don't, don't, don't quote me on that. I believe he said that in the video. He squashes beef with that guy too. Um, I have heard him having other beef, but I've seen him bring those same niggas on and squash the beef. Exactly what I was talking about. Uh, for never, and then he's like, it's anime girl for never old, which I said he squashed the beef with. I don't know about it's anime girl. Uh, he went after Unrelented and basically tried to ruin him badly. Goku T23, Mike Zero, etc. He literally has videos called playing to eradicate the clickbait. Now look at him. Kind of ironic. He doesn't clickbait people though. I don't understand where he's getting that from. And then he linked a bunch of old videos and the dude stated that these videos are like five years old and that he's changed, which he has. And he's admitted to changing and making mistakes and trying to right wrongs. And the dude's like, he didn't change. That's the thing. He has more eyes on him and he has to censor himself. And no, he censors himself, I'm sorry. And then I replied, why is your whole Twitter account's existence based on trashing geekdom? That's honestly pretty, that's honestly pathetic, my dude. He replied, why do you constantly ignore the fact that he's a piece of shit? I don't like him and trashing him takes little to no effort. Well, you're not doing a good job at it, so maybe you need to put in a little more effort than that. Just saying. It's fun. See, and you're doing it because it's fun. You're a troll who got butt hurt because, see, I don't have enough time to get into the whole Super Dragon Ball Super return thing because I've been ranting about this guy too long. Maybe I'll try to bring it up a little bit. But anywho, and also why not? And then I replied, again, this is just weird, pathetic behavior. And then the dude said, LMAO, it's only weird because you think Geekdom is God. First of all, what the fuck? <laughs> and and could do no harm. Okay, keep thinking that and watch his horrible videos being lied to about Super coming back. And this is what this is about, and I know for a fact it is because his account was created in July 2019. 
around the time, not only geekdom, but several other people had inside sources and information that they can credit and cite that show that Super was supposed to return around July, and it didn't, and Geekdom made a full video diving deeper into what happened behind the scenes and his theories and ideas as to why Super hasn't come back yet and why there's no further information on it as of now. Dude never brings that up. He just says Geekdom lied. But you don't bring up any proof. And people have said, you said Super is coming back even though you had no proof. He showed proof. And he showed sources. And there are several other people with the same sources. So please stop acting like he was the only one that said this. And please stop acting like he was lying to you. He had information. The information changed. Shit happens. Anywho, thinking blah blah blah, lied to Super's coming back and make him thousands of dollars for lazy videos. If you, if you, again, if you don't like the videos, you don't like the videos. I personally disagree with you. But then I replied, never have I thought Geekdom was some kind of god and could do no wrong. I also wrote the wrong no. I wrote no as in like, oh, if you know, you know, kind of no instead of just N-O. My bad. Stupid me. Uh, but <laughs> I was pointing out that it's pretty sad that this is how you choose to spend your time. Then the dude replied to me, Stop acting like you're so much better. I'm sure you spend your time doing dumb shit as well. So knock it off with your I'm better than you complex. So that came out of nowhere. Um, I never acted like I was better than this dude. All I said was, it's kind of sad and pathetic that you choose to spend your time making a Twitter account trashing on this one person. Like, when did I act and say or act like I was better than you? Clearly you have some, some issues, my dude. Clearly you have problems with your own self-esteem if you're just assuming that's how I feel about you, which I never said. So then I replied, never said I was better than you either. Why is your only defense talking shit to someone, my dude? Then he replied, why are you constantly acting naive as if you don't know what I'm talking about? And then I was, this is the last thing because he never replied to me, but I said, constantly acting naive? Oh, what? You said I see Geekdom like a god. I said I don't. You said that I think I'm better than you, but I also don't feel that way. I just said your behavior on Twitter is a little off since all you do is direct your energy on one person. Naive how? And he never replied. But I'm just like, what are you talking about? His only defense is to either continue talking shit about Geekdom and bringing up shit that he has no proof of, or if he tries to cite proof, it's old information, or he just talks shit on you or saying like, why are you acting like you're better than me? When I never acted like I was better than him. I was just saying it's kind of pathetic that he does this. Uh, he also, okay, the thing I was trying to look up, he, he said he has a clip of Geekdom saying, he called Dragon Ball Super a gravy train. He doesn't care about this. He only cares about views. First off, this is how this, this is how Geekdom eats. This is his job. He's a YouTuber about Dragon Ball lore. If he thinks Super is a gravy train, then Super probably is a gravy train because he's making money off of it. I don't really see that as a bad thing. Because Super is a gravy train. Now, the thing that I, I believe, I remember Geekdom saying this somewhere, that Super is a gravy train. But he was saying it in the context of that, in terms of like, Toy Animation and Shueisha also getting paid off of Super because they can sell merchandise, they can sell toys, they can sell games, clothing, this and that off of Super's brand. So it is a gravy train. 
it was it was a bank on nostalgia that they cashed in on they they cashed in on nostalgia with super so super was a gravy train there are a lot of youtubers that came up because super came out and they made a bunch of videos about it and when super ended what happened these people left geekdom's channel started around the time the resurrection f movie was being promoted and then super came out and he even admits his channel blew up because of dragon ball super coming out but even when it ended the anime at least he's still making content on various other things in the dragon ball world and he's been doing that since before super started and during super's run so this dude is just wild to me and i could go on about more stuff and more and more stuff over and over and over again oh he's also shitting on the brawly movie uh animation i see oh, okay okay my dude i'm gonna <laughs> have to end it here because i'm gonna run out of time if you want to hear more about this guy or like my opinion on this guy just let me know i'll i'll do more i'll look up more but this is all this dude spends his time on and i can tell the reason why he made this this account because it says his, his account was formed in july of 2019 was because super didn't return and so he's like geekdom's a fucking liar even though it was explained what happened he does not care he doesn't have anything to back up his claims that geekdom's a bad person he bullshits everything he says he misrepresents evidence he does bring to the table he points the blame on you or says you're treating him like he's less than you if you call him out on his bullshit so fuck this guy he's just kind of like a sensitive trolling asshole i want to say and that's kind of that's kind of it for the day uh so yeah i'm gonna end the podcast here thank you for listening this was very rant heavy today besides the yu hakusha retrospective this is a very rant heavy episode but yeah anywho uh fuck playstation stands for being mad that horizon zero dawn is coming to pc not all fans just the stands um remember the youtuber hamon beat is fucking racist uh <laughs> uh to the dude that was whining about a bridge not coming back grow the fuck up and to jay please find something more constructive to do with your time than talking shit about one person or you can't back up any of your claims thank you guys for coming through to the podcast what am i talking about next week I don't know, but I'll catch you there. Thanks for coming to 40 Ounce Fridays. Love you guys. Bye. But anywho, who am I? Uh, who are you? And if we're on the subject matter, what the fuck you gonna do? Cause when the shit hits the fan, are you going to take a stand? I prefer if you stay put, keep on holding my hand. Cause I'm just a little lost, keep off topic. And if we're on the topic, then yes, I lost it. Don't worry about me, I'm not sinking. It's just after every thought, shit got me thinking. And I'm just a little lost, keep off topic. And if we're on the topic, hell yes, I lost it. Don't worry about me, I'm not sinking It's just after every thought You got me thinking You got me thinking You got me thinking You got me You got me You got me thinking You got me thinking You got me You got me me.